Teen Time Presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. This is the Teen Time Science Blog. I'm Neil Chase. One of the problems of wondering if animals are happy or sad is that we attach human emotions to animals that are obviously not human. However, the ethics of factory farming, that's raising a large number of animals in a small area, does raise a lot of ethical problems. For instance, are chickens that we basically use as egg producers happy, even if the cages that they live in are so small that they can't turn around inside them? In the United States, about 96% of eggs come from hens who live in so-called battery cages from the day they are born until their egg-laying days are over about two years later. Of course, we would be very unhappy to live like that, but is it fair to say that chickens are too? Researchers are trying to answer that question through several studies that are going on at the moment. The new studies will compare the emotional and behavioral patterns of caged hens with their non-caged counterparts. Meanwhile, if you have opinions about this, then you can always make a statement with your own groceries. Buy regular eggs if you think it doesn't make any difference, or free-range eggs if you think that hens should have more freedom. Better news for elephants, though. If you've ever seen an elephant in a zoo or at a circus, it can be a pretty depressing sight. A huge animal stuck behind bars or being encouraged to do tricks. That would have been a very common sight a hundred years ago when zoos were very popular and the cages for the animals really small. That has changed with our views on animal husbandry, thankfully, and there's even better news from India, where all elephants living in zoos and circuses there will be moved to wildlife parks and game sanctuaries, where the animals can graze more freely and in much bigger spaces. There are about 140 elephants in 26 zoos and 16 circuses in India, and they will now have a much happier life out in the open. Hopefully, other zoos and circuses around the world will follow suit. You might think that the dangers of heart disease are pretty recent, especially with the high-fat diets and bad habits of today, like smoking, that modern lifestyles can give us. But new X-rays of Egyptian mummies reveal atherosclerosis, which suggests that they suffered from heart disease too. The X-ray scans show that many well-to-do people in ancient Egypt definitely had cardiovascular disease, which would have dramatically raised their risk of heart attacks and strokes. It's impossible to say what kind of food the Egyptians of that era ate, but it seems that bad diets are not just a recent thing. Going back even further in time, it's likely that the area that we now know as the Sahara Desert was infested with crocodiles. In new fossils just dug up in Africa, three different species of crocodile have been discovered that go back 100 million years. 
Although they didn't look exactly the same as crocodiles we know today, they definitely had similar characteristics, some growing up to 6 meters in length. 100 million years ago, the Sahara Desert was not a desert and was probably more like a swampland surrounded by dinosaurs. Part of the success that alligators and crocodiles have had is because they can both run quickly on land and yet swim as good as a fish underwater. And that's one reason why they have remained much the same and have been an amazing success for millions of years. It's pretty easy to tell the difference between a man and a woman, if you are a man or a woman, but telling the genders of some other species can be tricky. Zookeepers in Cleveland, Ohio are feeling pretty embarrassed because after more than 50 years, a tortoise that they called Mary is actually a male. Officials at the zoo said it is really hard to tell the sex of some tortoises as their sex organs aren't very visible. But during a recent examination of the tortoise they thought was female, they realized, after all, he was a male. He is estimated to be between 75 and 100 years old. And when the 180-kilogram reptile arrived at the zoo in 1955, it was assumed that he was a she because of a flatter shell, a shorter tail, and smaller size than most males. But for the rest of his life, the tortoise formerly known as Mary will now be called Terry. I'm still Neil Chase though, and I'm not anticipating having to change my name anytime soon, so I'll see you next time on the Science Blog. Teen Time presents Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.org.hk. Teen Time, Podcast On Demand.